Right, well, I think of, like, Egyptians, you know, taking out the brains of mummies. What?! Welcome to the Immortal Souls Podcast, where we explore the history, stories, myths, legends, and hype that make shoes what they are today. We are Jared and Nick, two brothers with a passion for shoes. We are excited to have you along for the journey. Welcome, welcome to the Immortal Souls podcast. Super excited to be here today. Uh, today we're going to talk about some of the most iconic, original, or OG colorways of Air Jordans that were not actually worn in game action by MJ himself. And you'll hear us say OG a lot of times throughout the course of this episode. And so to just get the record straight from the get-go... Jared, when we say OG, we mean what exactly? Original colorway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help myself there. I d- it just felt like I was on a game show or something. Uh, no, OG stands for original colorway. And so that basically means that the colorway released when the shoe itself first released. So this would be something like the ever popular and familiar bread colorways, the black and red, for example, on the Jordan 1s or you have the white cement Jordan 4s. Now, OG is actually an abbreviation of the words original gangster, which is what the term first meant. But since that time, whenever that kind of came into existence, uh, you know, the term OG has been used to simply mean that something or something is original. That's perfect. I think that sums it up great. So now you know what we mean when we say OG. Now, there's a few criteria for these shoes to be considered on this list. So we're going to be touching on only OG colorways, like, as Jared said, colors that were released as part of the initial shoe launch. Another criteria is that the shoe has to be one that was not worn as part of an NBA game or seen any NBA action by, by Michael himself. An NBA action could include regular, all-star, or playoff games. And then taking these first two criteria into consideration, the colorway and not being worn in an NBA game, we're also looking at which of the shoes in this category have maintained or grown in popularity and iconic status. And a subjective criteria is this is a bit of a subjective criteria too because it's also taking into consideration what we believe to also be a nice beautiful pair of sneakers which you know not everyone might agree with and that's okay so to kick things off i wanted to kick a question over to you though jer so to you i'm just curious does it matter if an og colorway was game worn or not or is it all about aesthetics so when we're talking about how important an OG colorway of Air Jordans are, is it as important to you that it was game worn or is it more just about the look of it and the fact that it's an original colorway? 
That's a interesting question. And to kind of kick off my answer, I would have to say that certainly game-worn colorways can be argued to have more of a history attached to them than perhaps some of these non-game-worn colorways. Now, with that said, I would be really curious if this plays any sort of a factor in value or perceived value from a serious shoe collector's point of view. Now, I can't really consider myself a serious collector. You know, you could go on to like YouTube and you've got these people that literally have hundreds of pairs of shoes. I have a couple of dozen at best. Now, with that said, so personally, me being what I would consider to be more of a casual shoe collector and also a wearer of Air Jordans, I don't think it really matters if an OG colorway was game-worn or not. So long as I like the shoe, so long as I like the colorway, I'll wear it or I'll collect it. Now, the funny thing is, I find myself naturally gravitating to the game-worn colorways. And when I kind of take inventory of the shoes that I do have, most, if not I would say nearly all of my collection are actually game-worn OG colorways. I don't know if this is a subconscious bias for those colorways so much as that the Jordans I happen to love best are the ones that I saw growing up as a kid. You see these shoes, you know, the kind of the iconic colorways, the black and red, as we talked about earlier. You know, as a kid, I remember I saw these Air Jordans on commercials. I saw them in magazine advertisements. And of course, I saw Michael wear them himself in NBA games. And so these being the game-worn colorways, those are the ones that really burned into my head from an early age. And naturally, those are the colorways that I find myself most excited to get. So I think for me, at least as a kid, Nick, I don't know if I was really so aware of the non-game-worn colorways. But I think that had I been in the know, had I kind of known more about what other colorways there were, I might have liked some of those equally as well as the game-worn colorways. Definitely. Well, and I can say too, I think certainly we all recognize these colorways that were worn in games that are on posters, that are on, you know, photographs of super iconic moments. We recognize those ones the most, but I can say you know, from my experience, the first pair of Jordans I ever got were not game-worn Jordans, um, the colorway or anything. But I just remember as a kid just having shoes with that logo on it. It felt like, you know, Christmas morning. <laughs> so I yeah. think I think you hit it right on the head. I think definitely more iconic. But when push comes to shove, I think I'm with you. It's more just if I like it then it's just as great to me than if it's one that was worn by MJ himself in a game. I don't think yeah. that's the most important thing. But I think for some people, though, it's huge to have those shoes that represent the moments from you know, Jordan's career, I think. Right, right. And again, you know, those, of course, will have probably more of a history attached to them. Yeah, and potentially value, them, um, too, in some cases. Right. Monetary right. value um, yeah. sometimes. but. Anyway, yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. Um, so I think, yeah, to 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 move forward a little bit, let's uh, let's start from the beginning, shall we? Let's go back to the very beginning of the Air Jordan line, and obviously the Air Jordan ones came out in a slew of colorways. There were actually fifteen colorways that are considered OG colorways of the Jordan One. 
these being released between 1985 and 1986. But of these, you know, Michael only wore a handful of these colorways and even fewer on court for actual game action. So it's pretty remarkable that there were 15 colorways. 15. I don't know if I ever realized that there were so many original colorways of the Jordan one. That's right. There were crazy gray and black colorways. There was um, the natural gray. There were a, sl- a series of metallic Jordan ones. There were um, these ones that made the top of my list for OG non-worn shoes are the Royal blue and black, which I think are sharp looking shoes. And, a bit of interesting history behind the Royal blue Jordan ones is that despite never being worn in the NBA by Michael Jordan, the black and Royal blue colorway has the distinction from multiple sources of being Michael's personal favorite colorway of the Jordan ones. I thought that was really interesting. And he, he chose to wear the shoes for a photo shoot that he did at an airport landing strip, which came to be known as the flight guy poster. It's him standing in front of an airstrip. It's like evening time. There's really cool lighting. And he has a, a track suit that matches these black and blue Jordan ones. And the shoes themselves, you know, they're essentially the black and red band or bread colorway, just with the red swapped out for royal blue. You know, as much as Michael is associated with the colors red and black, of course, that being the primary colors of the Chicago Bulls. I do find it interesting that this was his favorite colorway. In fact, one thing I noticed, you know, not to give away any spoilers throughout the episode, it seems like a lot of these iconic kind of non-game-worn OG shoes happen to either be blue or they have hints of blue in them. So it it makes me wonder if blue is maybe his favorite color. Now, I don't know. You know, truth be told, before we did this episode, I actually Googled what is Michael Jordan's favorite color. and of course, everyone's going to say red, but I don't think that that's a verifiable fact. So anyways, I just thought that was interesting that a lot of the shoes on this list uh, have blue tied into them or, or blue on the shoes in some fashion. It is really interesting. Well, and the other thing, too, is that, of course, you know, there's the natural, the obvious ties to University of North Carolina. But a lot of these shoes with the blue, you know, as we'll see from these royal blue ones and in a few of the other models of Air Jordan, a lot of the blue, it's not the typical university blue that you would associate with North Carolina. It's this right. darker, uh, more vibrant blue, not so much of a powder blue. So, yeah, it, sure. is, it is pretty interesting that those, um, that was the color blue chosen to um, make some Jordans end. But anyway, we'll get to more of those in right. just a second. So for yeah, sure, I don't know how you feel about these Royal blue ones. What do you think about them? I, I love them. Uh, you know, my favorite air Jordan one, again, they're game worn. I don't know why, like my natural bias is, is mainly for the game worn, but my favorite air Jordan ones are the band ones, the black and red ones. And so the fact that these are basically color blocked in the same exact way, but you just swap out the red for the blue. I love them. I think they yeah. look sharp. Uh, dare I say somewhat understated the fact that it's kind of two dark colors, but they still contrast very well off of each other. I think that these type of shoes would definitely be a statement piece in an outfit. 
but they wouldn't be so loud that it, it's distracting. So I really like them a lot, you know, just strictly from a, the point of view of, of if I were to wear them around. Absolutely. How about you? I now, I think you said uh, these I, are some of your favorites, right? I like the Royal Blue. Honestly, though, I think I might, if I had to pick between the two of what I would actually wear, I might pick the next shoes on our list over these Royal Blue ones, even though they're not as in demand um, or maybe iconic. But to me, they still seems like they've captured a lot of buzz. So the shoe that I'm referring to is the Natural Grays, which are clean, very, talk about understated. These these fit the bill of understated. They're essentially a all white colorway with a, a gray swoosh and then a couple of gray accents. And then you have that Wings logo in gray up on the ankle piece of the shoe. And again, these were ones that they actually were never retroed until February of this year of 2021. And a lot of people, and, and maybe officially they're known now as neutral gray, but the original designation for this colorway was natural gray when it was first released in 1985. And in my opinion, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely understated, I think probably more than any other Jordan 1 colorway. And obviously he liked them enough. You can find a picture or two of him sitting on the sidelines. I believe it's when he's recovering from his his broken foot injury that he had in his second year in the league. He wore these to a couple of games when he sat courtside at the Bulls game. So he he thought something of these shoes, but they didn't get much buzz until they were retro this year. Yeah. Considering how absolutely clean of a shoe these are, and I am all about just clean patterns, clean lines, clean color blocking. It shocks me that since 1985, the first time these were ever retroed was this year. Like I, it's beyond me why it took Nike so long to retro these, but I'm glad they did. And you can actually find them in a low top version, which if I'm thinking, man, if I were to rock some summertime shoes with some shorts, I mean, you could do the high tops as well, but the low top version of these natural gray or neutral gray Jordan ones, I think would look so fire. It sure so, would. I yeah. love them. So yes, yeah. yeah. Those those were those were the top two that you know. I don't know. Maybe you have another one of the ones that would fit into this category, Jared. I don't know. Um, I I think I would have to concur with your choices. <laughs> I th- those are definitely the, you the ones that stand to. out to me. You don't have to concur. <laughs> oh, but I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I no, do. these are definitely clean. I I like them a lot. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, next up, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No, I was going to say next up, uh, you know, let's just briefly talk about the Air Jordan 2s. Now, the, the the Air Jordan 2, we've talked about this before. We have a whole episode dedicated to the 2s. They're a bit of an enigma, I think, as far as the earlier Jordans go. You know, w- with so many hits, I think some people would consider these shoes almost a miss. Um, but, you know, I, I think they definitely have gained over time uh, a bit of a cult following. And, and even I can appreciate, um, you know, their history and, and their importance to the whole legacy of the Air Jordan shoes. But back to the topic at hand, there, as far as we are aware, there's really no colorway of the Air Jordan 2 that was not worn in some sort of an NBA game or event by Michael himself. So... 
here we have the swooshless signature shoe. It was released in white and black with hints of red, and then also a white and red colorway. And this shoe came in both high and low cuts. And what's interesting is apparently, as far as we know, unlike any other Air Jordan either before or after the Air Jordan 2, MJ played in every retail rendition of this shoe during regular season games. Yeah, because some of some of the other ones, like we'll see, he wore for um, just the All Star game or just a couple of games, like in the playoffs. Um, but from what we can tell, you know, sor- sources say that there's no other model that you know, original retail models that were worn that were all worn in regular season games, um, except for the two, which is also interesting because it's one of the models that he wore a little bit less. It was, you know, they were released over the period of time when he was going through recovery from his injury. So he had an incomplete season and then, um, coming back, you know, he had the twos, but the threes were on their way, um, to being released. So, but he still managed to wear all four original low and, you know, mid cut of the shoe or high cut of the shoe um, in regular season. So yeah, for what it's worth, interesting tidbit there, but yeah. Um, yeah so Jordan twos Air Jordan three, the next ones we know, obviously the black cement, the regular cement, the white cement and the fire red models are all ones that got lots of run on court from, from Michael. But there was one original colorway that was not ever worn on court uh, for any any games by Michael, at least, and that is the true blue colorway. And Jared, what would you you you're you're very familiar with the three colorways? How would you do the true blue? Is this most similar to the white cement, but with hits of blue and red? Or yeah, what is this most similar to? I would say it's most similar to the white cement. It has that, uh, you know, that elephant print pattern that the threes are so famous for. Uh, that's what it reminds me of the most when I look at a picture of it. Yeah. But again, th- thinking about my inventory, I have a pair of the fire reds and I also have a pair of the black cements. I love the true blues, but that is not a colorway that I currently own. So yeah. maybe one day, maybe one day they're, they're definitely sharp looking and he, uh, you know, when when Michael was on the Wizards, the Washington Wizards, he wore a shoe that was very, it was essentially the true blue colorway, but the accents on the eyelets and around the laces and things, the accents, instead of being red, like the actual true blue colorway, they were actually copper to match his Washington Wizards uniform. So technically, you know, it was basically the true blue, but it was also had you know, these hits of copper that made it more of an exclusive, you know, PE that was just for Michael. So technically we can say that he did not wear the actual true blues on court, but man, they are beautiful shoes. Yeah, they sure are. And I believe they retroed fairly recently. Uh, I don't remember exactly when I want to say maybe 2016. I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But, These have um, been retroed a couple of times. Yeah, it's definitely one uh, I, I feel 
kind of bad that I passed up on them, but I'm considering how popular they are these days, I'm sure they'll retro again eventually, and I'll have to see if I can scoop up a pair the next time they come along. So next up, we've got the Air Jordan 4s. Now, the ones that most people are probably familiar with would be the Black Cement 4s, the White Cement 4s, and then the Fire Reds. And of course, those three colorways are the ones that Michael himself actually wore in some sort of NBA game. The main colorway that sneaker collectors or even casual sneaker fans might know of that he never wore in a game would be what's known as the Military Blue colorway. So the Military Blue 4s, these were the lone Air Jordan 4s that weren't even close to Chicago's uniform colors. And so these shoes were only ever worn on court by fans, but never MJ himself. And when I look at them, they are a beautiful shoe. It's primarily white and blue. There are some hits of gray. I, I feel like that I want to see some some black accents on it. Um, in my opinion, I think that that would, uh, you know, bump them up to the next level. But, uh, you know, they are what they are. And I think they have their fan base. I think people like them. But, uh, yeah, so the military blue fours were the only ones that the only OG colorway that Michael never wore in a game. Yeah. And I think these are the ones, these along with the true blue threes, uh, combined with the Royal blue and black ones. These are the ones we're talking about when it's really interesting, especially this early in Michael's career when, um, you know, the brand wasn't as big that he opted to have some of these original colorways be blue. That wasn't even, wasn't even a Carolina blue really. So I think I would, I wish, uh, I wish we could know what the reasoning was. I, I did a little bit of digging as to why they came out with these shoes and these shades of blue, but I couldn't really find anything, anything definitive. There were a few people that threw out the idea of, Oh, well, you know, it has to do with him going to Carolina, but I don't know. These this color, these shades of blue don't match the Carolina uniforms. So I don't know. I'd be interested to know, and I who knows if this information is available. I wonder how much input Michael had on the actual colorways. Obviously, he had a lot of input on the design of the shoes because they were designed for him. They were designed for him to play in. But I, I'm curious as to how much say he had or how much latitude he was given as far as what, you know, what original colorways they went with. So absolutely. Yeah. Just something. Yeah. Maybe about. they just went with whatever they thought would retail the best. In addition yeah. to the Chicago colorways, something that would be universally liked. I feel like blue is a pretty universally liked color for just about any, any shoe. <laughs> right. Pretty safe color for pretty sure. Safe color. Yep. So that's the Jordan four. And so moving forward in time, we move from the Jordan 4 to the Jordan 5. Now, for anyone out there that watched the Last Dance documentary, we could see Michael, who was practicing. He did a couple of practices in the Air Jordan 5 grape colorway as Phil Jackson was leading the practice in some black and red Air Jordan 4s. Now, previously, the grape 5s were most tied to Michael in the vintage Nike catalogs and also on one of the more famous Wheaties boxes. One of the ones not to that, mention, not to mention Will Smith in Fresh Prince. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I believe 
the there's a, a fresh prince it's it's almost like the og grape colorway but is it's a little bit different maybe maybe i'm just maybe it's just the grape colorway they the that's nicknamed the fresh prince fives yeah <laughs> but um anyway still the grape fives were never worn in nba game action by michael just in practice and the shoes themselves were inspired by the newly founded Charlotte Hornets. Of they were, you know, they came into the NBA in the early '90s, and so these shoes were really showing MJ's home state of North Carolina some love. And by far, these Grape Fives are the boldest departure for the league and Air Jordan line in general in regard to the hues. Um, and the way that they match the Hornets uniforms. And it really, to me, when I look at these grapes, the colors themselves, they just remind me of of the vibrance and just the, the boldness that we see with sportswear in general in the 90s. You see it in the NBA uniforms and the starter jackets and the, the snapback hats, um, just these big, you know, you have purples and turquoise and all of that set against, you know, some icy soles and bright white uh, you know, side and front panels. They're a really bright and loud shoe. And to me, one of the things I love about them is how they just scream, you know, 90s. Yeah, I, I love them. I absolutely love them. I, I love that pop of purple on the tongues. Me too. They're they're super pretty and uh, they would have they would have looked great on court, but unfortunately we <laughs> never never saw that happen. <laughs> Might have not quite matched the uniform, but I would have been down with it. It would have been cool to see. Absolutely. (laughs) So next up, we have the Air Jordan 6s. And the 6s are, of course, my personal favorite model of Air Jordan. And the 6 was a very iconic shoe in the Jordan lineup uh, because I believe it was the 6s that he won his first NBA championship in. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, But anyways... Yeah, on the way to his first ring, Michael laced up the Air Jordan 6s in the white infrared and also the black infrared colorways. And then following the finals against the Lakers, he began the 1991-92 season in the Carmine 6s. And for those that aren't familiar with the Carmine 6s, these have various hits of red and white, kind of mixed throughout the shoots. It's a really cool, really striking colorway. Now, there's two other OG colorways that were never worn in the game, that never saw any court action. And those would be the Sport Blue and the Maroon 6s. Now, why Nike never took a chance by putting Mike in the Blue Jordans for the early All-Star Games is still beyond us, but so be it. Now, as far as the Maroon 6s, my first memory of those is when I was in fifth grade... You know, it was back in the days where in the classrooms, and maybe they still do this today, but we would put our desks in quads, you know, so there would be four kids kind of in a quad and the desks would all face each other. And I remember that the kid in my quad that sat directly across from me, he had a pair of the maroon sixes. And I remember myself always trying to, to, you know, to sneak a glance of his shoes under the desk obviously looking back in retrospect I, who knows if I came off as a creepy kid or something you know always looking under the desk but uh, I, I was just in I was entranced by the Jordan 6s that, that was you know it was that same year that 
that the black and red sixes came on my radar and that I really started loving Jordans and, sh- and sneakers in general. But I remember this kid had the, uh, yeah, the maroon sixes and I've loved them ever since. And Nick, you have a pair of these actually. I do. They are, these are about right up there as some of my favorite Air Jordans of all time. And I, um, I, I do say that I love wearing them too. They're super, they're actually very comfortable shoes. I love the way that they, that they look and they feel and, um, they're ones that I love them so much. I, I feel like I have to wear them. Um, it's like chicken soup to the soul to wear <laughs> those shoes. But I also, yeah, it's crazy. I actually just a few months ago, I was flipping through some of our old family photo albums and I actually saw one of our uncles who was, That's uh, right. there was a picture of one of our uncles who was doing some yard work in a garden you know, digging up some trees and stuff, wearing some of these maroon sixes. And I, a little bit of me kind of hurt seeing them, seeing them be used to, you know, dig up trees in a muddy garden, but also, you know, kudos, kudos to our uncle for having good taste in shoes. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. That's right. He had a pair of those as well. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, they're beautiful shoes. And I love that the maroons are also, they're not a, they're not a bright white. They're kind of an off-white, almost a cream color, to, to which really pairs well with that. I think that's what makes the maroon work so well. But anyway, those would Absolutely. have been amazing to see on court as well, but they never were. They were never on court for, um, for Michael's career, but that's okay. Because moving on to the Jordan 7, this is a shoe that Michael obviously loved. He literally did it all in the Air Jordan 7. He defended a ring, winning his second championship against the, uh, I believe it was against the Portland Trailblazers this time. He also won... Thank you for listening to part one of this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. Join us next time when we cover part two and finish out our list of the best OG Jordan colorways never worn on court by Michael Jordan. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.